that's fucking dating and love. Seek treatment. If you're boring as fuck, seek treatment. If you're unlucky in love, seek treatment. If you just can't take a hint, we'll seek treatment. With Kat and Pat. Hey. hey, it's Kat and Pat, and this is this just seeks, no frills, no frills, no frills, no fast, easy cleanup, uh, seek treatment. It's going to be <laughs> the easiest, the quicker picker upper of, of podcasts. Our goal for this episode is to be such easy cleanup. Um, and so this <laughs> is <laughs> a treatment. It's a podcast about boys, boys sex, fucking okay. dating and loving. Welcome to the scene. Welcome to the space. Um, we haven't recorded just us in a second. We're doing just us because we were really feeling like, oh my God. Like I know. We haven't even our, seen each other. We haven't seen each other and the community needs help and we need to be helping them via letters. You know, I meet so many people that are like, I did. I sent in a letter for helping you guys adjust that, and I'll, and then like I won't. I'll be like, oh my god, which letter? And I think I'll like have an encyclopedic knowledge of them, and they'll like give me a brief description, and I'll be like, I have no, <laughs> I have literally no memory of that. Now the thing that's so crazy that hasn't been addressed yet is now that we're both actively in our thirties. Yeah, treatment must be given. Yeah, exactly. Not you more than abs- ever. Oh wait, can we talk about your absolutely epic um, bash? No, my yeah. my last month has been so chaotic. You know. You know what I said? I, said, I turned to a friend recently. I said, I just, maybe if I said this on the podcast already, I'm SOS. No, I think a huge part of our progress is like, we do say things twice. And, <laughs> and that's like, what really being friends with us is like. And honestly, yeah, that's what it's really like to be friends with us. It's like, we're going to say things <laughs> twice to three times. So I told a friend, I said, I just feel lately like my life's out of my control. And she was like, yeah, because it is. I yeah, like, absolutely. Fuck is. me up, queen. Wait, Basically, who is the friend? I don't know who the friend is. You know what? The craziest part, I don't remember, actually. <laughs> I love that girl. So, she I was love obviously... That- it was always someone, someone powerful who said that to me. Yeah. But you know, so basically what happened was my work schedule got all messed up. So I had to cancel my B-Day show and stuff. And then my sweet boyfriend, like, <laughs> I, I told him we have to do something outside because I can't get COVID before I get on the plane, obviously, because now COVID's <laughs> literally back, which is awesome, which is cool and awesome. I didn't know we were, it was literally part droit, whatever, do. I don't know how to speak French, but it is part duty. It's the redux. If it's you that's will. the word I was looking for. It's, it's COVID redux, and <laughs> which no one asked for, no one wanted. Wait, do you remember? Got. Just quick sidebar. Do you remember like Sprite Redux? Yeah, remixed. Re- or was it just remixed straight and up? And it was so good, and it was like the uh, the clear label or something, and it was just like fruity, fun, and fabulous. I actually didn't agree with that. Oh, I actually thought it was fruity, fun, and fabulous. I, but I never need that from a soda. <laughs> every soda should be coke every soda should be coke every soda should be coke that's a platform i could run for office near <laughs> but you know what else i just have to say still in this kind of umbrella of a side tangent mm-hmm. is in that same world it's kind of like pepsi one remember pepsi one mm, before you know your time i bet because you know what i was in sixth grade and star wars episode one was out phantom menace right. and pepsi one did a big collab where they would have pictures they would have images of jar banks on the pepsi one and, and pepsi- never forget and i'm so sorry to interrupt but never forget that my entire family made me go see episode one in theaters at 10 a.m on a saturday that's so something my family would do oh my, my family oh. is so into like if we do choose to see a movie together as a family unit it's going to be about 10 a.m it's going to be a time where it's appropriate to like have a bagel in the theater <laughs> 
which is so hard. And so, but Pepsi One was, but their big thing was we have one calorie. No, it wasn't. That was her thing, but it was That's kind of like- incredible. I actually have, I have more respect for that than anything I've ever heard. It's so crazy because it's like at that point, you almost have to put the cal. It's almost harder, I think, to get That's one why calorie. It's, a feat. it's like when you try, it's like when you try and sing just off key, it's actually harder than singing like good. Yeah. So that's why Pepsi One is the most, is the best singer of every soda. Pepsi One is American Idol winner. <laughs> um, so okay. Anyways. So basically, then my lover was so sweet and he was like, I'll plan something. And I was like, okay, it has to be outside. I'm stressed and I don't want to party, whatever. I'm stressed about this thing. I was just in. And then he cooked this super nice outdoor dinner and texted you and some of my friends to come. Yeah. And then, of course, the second we got there, Terenci down Terenciana. Terenciana Aguilera frittata. <laughs> and I, of course, in that, I was in that, real, that sweet spot where you know you can't be a bitch, but it is like, it's my birthday and this sucks. Yeah, but like I your boyfriend you being in that. And I wanted to be like, as someone who's always down to leave where I am and go home, I, want, I was like trying to send you signals of like, be empowered to send everyone home because so in that moment all i wanted was say hey everyone who just came here to celebrate me can you actually leave immediately and i turned to pat i knew i could tell you that so i turned to pat and say i need everyone to leave right now yeah yeah and, and i was like they did, incredible and then- i was like that's the feeling of like um when it's like what it's like so special when it's snowing during school so you get sent home during the day like they had you come oh. in oh you don't know that not even close you're from a town where th- you're from a town where this happens um, it's Christmas morning and you run outside. No, no, you're downstairs and everyone's opening their gifts and then there's uh-huh. snow outside and everyone's like, wait, what's going on? And the single aunt is like, I say aunt, the single aunt like is at the window. It's like, wait, it's snowing like in my hometown. And you all run outside and there's like a snow machine and she turns to like her random ass like fiance and he's like, yeah, I wanted to make some snow happen for you even in this town. And she's like crying and she's like, actually it's your uncle's the one who does that for his random girlfriend who's like there for like, um yeah christmas. that's not too completely inaccurate there was um <laughs> every christmas there was like a fake snow machine day where we'd like go play in the fake snow as they lit like the neighborhood christmas tree it's huge for ounce yeah Aunt was Becky my uncle in it? charge of it i can't say that was true but was no. my uncle involved maybe i don't know <laughs> and I what i will say is that it, uncle jesse did it for aunt becky in full house and the other mm. thing i will say is in the most recent season of gray's um, mm-hmm. someone, I think, te- uh, Owen did it for Teddy. So it's kind of something that keeps coming back, whether it be in the nineties or whether it be this past season of grace. And to think that aunt Becky would later lie and say her daughter was a crew player. <laughs> yeah, a crew player. Whatever it's called. A, a, you know what? Cox- a rower. Even. Don't they no, say it? Coxswain. Don't need that. Um, that her, don't need aunt that Aunt Becky's daughter was a fake coxswain for, for cash. <laughs> <laughs> for credit. Coxswain for credit. Will, will coxswain for credit. For credit. Like aunt Becky's daughter. <laughs> anyway, the point is my birthday was my birthday didn't happen. It was a disaster, which is totally cool because I accept what the universe hands me. I was just read a fortune that said that my um, I won't be getting into a better. All the fortune said was you won't be getting into a better financial situation soon, which is like fine. I was like, I don't care. I was like, can I stay? I was like, I'll stay where I am. I don't care. I was, I have to tell you something that I've never brought up before. But basically, the last, um, I would say, the last year and a half of my life has been more, more bad. Bad has more been bad. a little, has been a little bit bad. Yeah. Um, and not in the, and not, I'm not doing the thing because this, this is what my mom does, and I love my mom. Obviously, she's my mom, and she's an incredible woman. <laughs> she'll do it. The second I complain about something that's small, which is my f- passion, my greatest hobby, great American pastime. Yeah. She'll say something like, at least, like you know you know, yeah. you aren't dead. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. yeah that's for sure. But it's not like, that's not totally helpful right now. But anyways, my problems are small, but the past year and a half has been 
not good for me. And I kind of thought it's like, oh, my Saturn return. And uh, but you know, I, so I think I'm still in it. But you know what's so funny? I know I'm talking kind of. I'm being actually kind of manic right now. But I'm fine. I'm so glad I'm tired. So the best thing that could happen okay. to you when you're tired is for your friend <laughs> to be manic. <laughs> <laughs> this is gonna be this is gonna be an amazing day for you then. Okay, so so, so the, the only this is this is something I, I'm haunted by when you and I and your your cousin. Mm-hmm. Went to Miami, Miami, Beach. California. Miami, we were in California. California. California.com. <laughs> when might when you when you you might remember your cousin and I shared a hotel room, which was something mm-hmm. that I learned about when I got there, and I loved it, and I loved it. And one night she and I were up having girl talk, slumber party vibes, and we were talking about Saturn returns. And I asked her, kind of, when is mine going to start, and is it going to be bad, or when, how long will it last? And she kind of told me I was actually not going to have a really bad one, and it was kind of just going to be like a blip. And so then for me, your cousin told me, your cousin, your cousin told me in Miami Beach that my Saturn return would be a blip. Wow. I am going to come out the other side stronger. That's what makes me stronger. That's yeah, what makes yes, me a little bit harder. Did. You know, it's so That's interesting. That's what makes me dizzy. It, it was so interesting. When I was in D.C. for my shows, the guy said, oh, what do you absolute best time in my life? Anyone who's there, I celebrate. Really attractive people were there. Um, and um, one girl did approach me and told me that you said that you hated D.C. And I said, well, she doesn't. So do I. So, <laughs> <laughs> and no, but um. There and I wasn't really in DC. I was in a different place called Arlington. Yeah, that's even scarier to me. I know. In Virginia. I know. And I did. I, I told you about the cyclists. I've been talking too much about the cyclists. In no, my, I actually. I, I'm scared to say this. I don't think you did. I wrote about it like in my newsletter. I think I'm just like done talking about the cyclists. That's okay. Oh like my an, god, my newsletter. Don't get me started on that. I know. There's another thing I can't make. I'm having depression. Is what I'm realizing. Yeah, same. And so is Robin from Real Housewives of Potomac. Oh my god! But guess what? I did a radical act of self care. What? Well, so I I unpacked in therapy that what I do is I try and just sleep for as long as humanly possible to avoid all of my, um, you know, life. Life. And yeah. she goes, "Why don't you try and like instead of being in your bed all day, maybe sitting at the desk?" And I said, "Well, girly." Yeah. The issue is that my desk is put in a place so that the air conditioner blows directly in my mouth when yeah. I sit at it. So what I did was in a radical act of self-care, and you might notice this because we are on Zoom. Against I was lots. going to say, I'm, I'm so confused about and what it, I'm seeing right now. It doesn't look good, but I literally just pulled my desk, which is a dining room table that I have yeah. with my ex. And we <laughs> live together. I remember that. Yes, you ate dinner at the table with me, you Betsy. Shout out yeah. Betsy. Shout out Zeph. Okay, so <laughs> we, I, I literally just dragged the table to the middle of the room so the air doesn't blow on me. And now I, for the first time in like eight months, I'm sitting at my desk, which is... Icon award winner. Icon award winner. I um, <laughs> I. What was I going to say? Um, what were we just talking about? Desks. Oh, Sleeping you know, one, one time Grace Coolenschmidt, friend of the pod, mm-hmm. told me that she, because her girlfriend has a day job, and it's so interesting. Her girlfriend as a job makes maps. She physically mm. creates new ideas for maps. And so <laughs> <laughs> new ideas. So you might think all the maps are out there, but Grace Coolenschmidt's girlfriend is like hard She's at not work. afraid to be like boom. Treasure Island X marks the spot. She's Atlantis putting, who? She asks. <laughs> and she answers X marks the spot on this map. And she goes, For me, it's the me making the map for me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Um, and so, but Grace, because she has a um, day job, Grace treats nine to five as though she's at an actual job doing work and she tries to work during that time. And 
I'm like aspirationally like I'm gonna do that too but I that's just what I want that. but it's like it's not fair because I need a map making partner to help me do I that. know my partner wouldn't if my you give my partner a piece of loose leaf they're not drawing a map they're no. doodling um beautiful they're, images they're doing well to be fair they're an incredible visual you know, I, listen, I listened to a podcast once it was a po- it's a podcast that can be kind of good it's called sex death and money it's very like radio it's very like my first thing is like okay they're copying us that's what we talk about sex no it's like npr it's like it's not Mm -hmm. it's like for adults yeah it's not for like you know it's not for doing enemas in the blank fitness on valentine's day yeah yeah yeah. but she interviews this person and i remember this one thing where this guy is like talking talking about porn he's like i like to pleasure myself to beautiful images so now when i hear beautiful images i'm just oh like oh my god <laughs> i say beautiful image like eight times a day for some reason oh, i think it's the funniest face beautiful image i could jerk off to beautiful images you know i've been trying to reconnect i'm so glad you said enema because i've been trying like to reconnect with i'm the- so glad i said enema too it felt so good to finally <laughs> say that <laughs> i'm trying i always remember when i learned the word enema which is enema of the of the state blink 182 cd and i still wouldn't learn what an enema was actually for about 25 years after that i feel like in some ways you taught me what an enema was yeah and i taught myself and that's what it is to be gay and i basically um want to re reconnect with the ancient holy act of anal sex because i've felt very disconnected from it and like not craving it in any sort of way which makes me feel like mm-hmm kind of this old gay couple that's like we don't do anal anymore and angel always wants to have anal 24 7 is that a trope i feel like i feel like i feel like it is you know i mean it's taking the classic straight people like we don't fuck anymore yeah and it's it's saying we don't fuck in our ass anymore yeah and we might still touch right it's like at a certain point when there's something being crammed up your butt for a three years straight at a certain point you're like can you not but then i always feel um let's not and say we did <laughs> it's like oh my button to the left um <laughs> around the corny wait and you so- know how you know it's so crazy about me right? it's like it's so humiliating at this point in my life to like try and get people to buy tickets to my show can you all just like buy tickets to my show so i don't have to post on instagram it's the worst posting on instagram september 5th so please come please come september um, 5th to the bell house oh you're doing it again i don't do mine again it was so fun yeah i need to park dars what was I going to say? I, you know, what was I going to say? Oh. I don't talk shit about you. Okay. Oh, and then it makes me feel like Deborah from Raymond again. Woman, wife yes. in every 90s that come lotioning my hands saying, not tonight, Ray. Yeah. And Ray being like, oh, come on, Deborah. Wait, do you know what's become such a big part of my life? What? So I love, and I don't, just calm down before I, let me get to the end of this. I yeah. loved, because I know you're going to have thoughts, but I loved Billie Eilish's first album. And then I tried to get into the new one and I didn't really like it. And then I didn't realize that one of her singles, which is called Happier Than Ever, actually the second half of it is a actually full good song. And so if you listen to like two minutes in, then it becomes the most amazing song that's stuck in my head so deeply. And it goes, it goes, and I learned about it because of TikTok because people are kind of covering it. It goes, call, you call me again, drunk in your bins, driving home under the influence. And then it goes, she goes, I don't relate to you. And then it goes, there's this part that goes, oh, it's so good. It goes, I don't talk shit about you on the internet. And y'all really got to listen to that part. 
part. So if y'all don't know, if you aren't into the new Billy album, just go two minutes into the song Happier Than Ever. And that's where there's some actual good stuff for once. I don't believe in that. I don't believe in Billy, unfortunately. And I, I know you don't. I feel like my close. eyes are closed right now. Like I'm like, they're is open. it day? Look at me. They're open. <laughs> I feel like I um, have never heard her sing, even though I've heard many of her songs. Like when you were just singing, I'm like, oh, she did a song where she sings. Interesting. And then secondly, I get what you're saying. She was like, I'm a tough guy. Make it really rough guy. Give me lots of sex guy in it. And next guy. Up your button around the corner guy. Not me doing anal guy. Secondly, you know, I haven't listened to Lord's new yet, but I'm sure I'll like it. And it reminds me of on Lord's last album. But my favorite song is another one that's randomly halfway through through another track where it's like, hard feelings which is the fine song i like mm. that too but then after that's loveless where it's like been running by my cars now well guess what i like that l-o-v-e-l-e-s-s generation l-o-v-e-l-e-s-s generation we're fucking with our lovers heads generation if they want to get my car now well guess what i like that isn't that cool? I love that. You know what? You know what? We're, friend of the pod, Geo Siv, texted me saying, what do you think of the New Lord? And I know there is an aching demand for us to tap into the New Lord album, but I honestly haven't listened to it yet because I listened to some of the singles. And the, the only way to describe it, they made me feel so crazy about my about reality. I was like, what? I was like, what happened to this person named yeah. Lord? And where is she? Can you reach me? No, you can't. I don't think so, honey, to borrow a phrase from a friend. I don't really think that I know Lord as personally on a personal level. I, I might not know her. Which <laughs> <laughs> is hard to admit. Gia it's hard Siv to imagine you don't personally at, know Lord. Joseph is incredible at like sending a screen grab of someone else's tweet and making you like laugh your ass off at like kind of like in a shady way. You know what I mean? That is a hundred percent correct. Which is one of the best talents you can have in this world. You can take that to the bank and, and uh, deposit it as a check. Um, do you know where I am right now? Are you fire? Get but straight. I'm on the straight part of Fire Island. I'm in my villa. The only place. Um, <laughs> yeah. Oh wait. You know what tonight is? No. Tonight is the season seven um, finale of Love. Oh wow! Don't tell me anything. I need a full. I won't. Break. I won't. It's just. It's been really. It's. I last night I watched the episode where their parents come. Yeah. You know the trope. When and their I parents was, come, it's like. I can't believe it. I can't even. This is so embarrassing. But I. I was. I wasn't just crying. I was like heave sobbing when they saw their parents like it was something yeah i was like it's double because it's covid so it's like extra when they emoji. run and when they run towards them but then at the same time i was like i actually don't get why they're getting so emotional but also i was sobbing but i was like i don't get why i'm being like this totally and at the same time i'm like if i was on the island and my like mom and my brother came i would kind of slowly walk over and be like hey this is so weird you guys came <laughs> you know what i mean <laughs> i'm always like i wish i'm like that's so cool that they all really connect to those parents but secondly and thirdly i think it's sad when it's like they're sister and a friend yeah it's really sad one time it was two friends i think yeah i, I forget who one time two friends came it was really weird really awkward turtle. but the biggest thing the biggest venn diagram in the recent six months for us is loves camilla and doesn't connect with camilla because i can't even explain <laughs> to you the level to which that i support camilla she for and i've like been reading all about her ever since and it's like she dated well, Prince wait, Harry. So you already know wait you I finished know? season three, so I like really went off. Wait, and so like, can you even believe? Can you believe that she's 
Mary, I, yeah. So I mean, was that guy? I know, I know, and they have a child together. And, and he is so as someone hot. who just watched season two. I come to expect everyone to still be married now. Yeah, it was a simpler time. Um, and they're all like they all do so well afterwards. They all really get so many. Basically, either like you get a million deals and you become like a huge fat name in fashion, or um, you have serious, serious, serious mental health issues. <laughs> um, Camilla. I grew to love her, but at the beginning, she was so annoying. And I'm like, why are you on this program? I right off the bat, I just like had such a soft spot for but her. But why was she on the show, do you think? I think she earnestly was like, I don't talk to my people my age because I'm always going to do her job. Is she has, goes she to different like countries detonate. and removes detonators. <laughs> and she, I think, just like really wanted to push herself. And it was the bravest thing she ever did. Me and her and her mom all agreed that even as someone who removes bombs from um land from like war ridden lands, going on the island mm-hmm. actually was the bravest thing she ever did because she had to open herself up to actually being hurt in an emotional way, not just a mm-hmm. physical way. And she dated Prince Harry for a time, and she went to San Tropez with him. I think you know she went on a cruise with him. Really, I didn't know that. We have to Google this. Sorry, she dated pr- Prince Harry for one I week. She was introduced know. to him by get this princess. Beatrice and I and and if you think that the internet offers the information how does Camilla know Princess Beatrice then let me tell you the internet does not contain that information and I've looked at every corner of the internet trying to figure out where this friendship began and it isn't available. No picture of them together. No, basically what happened was she dated Harry before. Oh wait, here's one. Here's one. In 2014. In 2014. Before she was on the show Love Island. Yes, and if you watch it, like in her, like my favorite part of Love Island is like in episode one, like in all their like interviews where they're like, Uh um, doing cute things. It's like them looking at the camera, like sticking their tongue out, like. And like, but, I'm a bit fiery, and if you can't handle it, then I'm a glamour model. <laughs> and but what's crazy is like they're always doing these like there's like little shots of them doing like sexy dances. But for Camilla, the most awkward woman on the planet, literally her like sexy shot they show is like <laughs> her doing the Macarena, literally. <laughs> and then like one of her questions was like, "Have I ever dated someone famous?" Well, I think some things are better left unsaid. Oh. And then. But yeah, so they dated for like, they had a really intense relationship for a couple of weeks in 2014 that involved him going on a cruise with her. And then it ended rather abruptly. And I think that's kind of where she was coming into the villa was like, I've been hurt by, by, I've been hurt by Prince Harry. And now I'm just now opening back up. Jamie was so, still is so sexy and hot. I'm sending you an image on the text thread. Well, you know, I'm not as attracted to him in current really? day. In current day. <gasps> he's looking, he's so hot. In current day, I'm not as attracted to him. In okay. current day. In current day. Who's, um, not to, yeah, wow. Allison wow. is my barometer for, like, if we're boring people with Love Island. I, like, look at her and I'm, like, seeing if she's, like. I think we oh. definitely are. But you know what? It's, like, it's a good, it's good for us. It's, like, us time. Because, like. Totally. You and I, it's, like, for years I've been. I can't years believe. Been, you've been housewife, housewife, housewife for me. But, and so I have some news for you, which is, of course, that I've been watching Salt Lake City Housewives. Yeah. Now. Which is really special. Here's my quick recap. The, first of all, the best part of it is, as you're right. To which I say, get well get soon. soon. So she's obviously evil and the most psychotic. Wait, Meredith? Meredith and Lisa are horrible. Okay, Meredith is my literal girl who I raised. What? And she raised I'm, me back. Literally, I raised Meredith guess, and she raised me back. Guess whose team I am? Jen Shaw. Jen, love Jen. I love Jen too. She's 
in terrible legal trouble for wire fraud. You know that, right? Wait, is she's she like off to like... jail. She's like off to jail for wire, oh, well, wire oh, fraud. Oh, that, okay. No, no spoilers. Oh, um, no, you don't. It's it doesn't get covered this season. Like, it's is she in the between. one who was pretend like defrauding old people? Yeah, she was like oh, calling no. old people. She was literally oh, calling no. up old people, like, "Hey, it's Jencha. That's um, so crazy. I was wondering if you wanted to Venmo me all of your money. But I was very moved by her and her husband's um, heart to hearts. Oh, her husband literally is a genius and yeah, um, so is coming on the he, pod, I hope. He's, I, I would die to have Coach <laughs> Shaw on the pod. He is a real one. He's a man's man. He tells it to you like it is. He, You know what? He he gives advice. He, you know what? Brian gives Coach Shaw vibes sometimes. Really? The kind of advice he gives me. Sometimes it's annoying, but sometimes I'm like, you're right. Did you get to the part where I'm they, still early on? They go to Vegas yet? No, no. Oh, my God. There's crazy. And there's – so you actually – you can't really say your team Jen Shaw until you at least oh, see Vegas and until okay, you at okay, least okay. see. Okay. So no well, one judge me yet. I'm just, I'm only a few. No, no one will judge you. I mean, ultimately in many ways I'm team Jen Shaw, but. but um, can I tell you this? And this is a promise I'll make. I don't care what the situation is. If you marry your step grandfather, you can't be in my friend group. Oh, come on. Let Pat. her. Let her be in it. Pat, I like Mary. I feel bad for her, but that is not Okay. I know, but everyone, I don't know. Her grandma wanted her to. No, I don't think she should have, but only because <sighs> it doesn't feel like she necessarily wanted to. No, I know. That's, she... that's the thing that when she talks about it, she's like, at first, I didn't like it and I, I avoided him. It's, a little, I ha- it's I... a little hands made Z. A little yes, handmade Z. So I think if she, I don't know. I, I just don't know. I don't really, I really don't know about it. I really don't know about it either. And the last thing I want to say before Anything I hang out my computer, before I hang, last thing I want to say before I hang up my computer is that um, <laughs> my favorite right now, my favorite moment in Potomac is like the Potomac season's on right now, and it's very good. And there's a new character named Mia who cannot decide if she used to be a stripper or not. Like, no, he either way. But sometimes she like says she was a stripper, and then sometimes mm. in this most recent one, she was like, I was not a stripper. I was an entertainer at a high class restaurant that served lobster and steak. Thank you. I re- <laughs> I really need to watch Potomac. It was on while I was at the gym yesterday. Brag, and I was like, "This looks really good." And she said, "My favorite was a couple episodes ago. Like this friend of the wives who's new, named Ascala, was like called her out on some small little thing, and the new girl Mia, who like owns a chiropractic firm." Or like chain of like fake chiropractic. Sure. So, but her thing is like she does business. So she wanted to make the point that she would seek busy all the time. So she's like, she goes, Escala, how many businesses do you own? <laughs> and Escala, without missing me, goes several. And I'm like, yeah, several. It's like, all right, if you you would know how many businesses, you know, don't give a ballpark. It's like probably three or four businesses I own. Like, I'm not sure. Just several. 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 <laughs> Escala, how many businesses do you own? Several. Wait, wait quickly back to salt lake um what do you think of heather lover but i think yeah she, i this won't spoil anything but there, it's a very classic not even just housewives but reality show mistake that people made where and i think actually you'll be able to relate to this and that i think amber did this in the um mm-hmm. reunion of love is blind where you oh after God. the first big chunk of episodes come out you know that you have the audience on your side and then the next time you film you overplay your hand and you think you can do no wrong and you actually end up being in the wrong and so i think heather at the reunion I overplays see. her hand i think she comes off great in the season I and see. then too strong in the reunion i see well that's all very exciting you know i have some unfortunate news to share um i don't know how to say this i don't know how it's going to go over 
but my boyfriend, whose name is Brian, um, wanted to watch Ted Lasso. I want. I think that I would like to watch Ted Lasso. So I started watching it. Yeah, with Brian. And you know what I was? It's like at first I was like, I'm in hell. Yeah. But then it. I wanted to keep watching. That's what they say. You know, I I really tried to have that moment with Shit's Creek, and that moment oh, did not come for that me. That moment did Creek. not come for me. Was that? But um. But what I would say is that uh-huh. I was, I think that it could happen for me with Ted Lasso. Jamie, Jamie writes on it, friend of the pod, I Jamie, know, which makes I me love. think it's probably good. And then I was at Angela's uh, sister's house and her and her husband were watching it. And I was kind of like, I don't get it, but I think maybe there's a world where I could watch this show. Yeah, I, I was liking it. And also it is, of course, British, which is my kink. So yeah i you know i i never was an anglophile my whole life until love island and now i I know it's i'm welcome but um jason sudeikis i don't really i don't connect with him on any i don't connect with him you know it's so funny i don't connect with him but then there's this one scene in like the big there's this one two second scene in the pilot where he's like showering and i'm like okay it's hot um oh that's sounds hot it's hot hot when guys like when guys, his hair is wet and it's like dripping in their face and they're like, like kind of blowing it away. It can be hot unless it I feels like they're guys. trying to do that. Sometimes it can feel like they're trying to do that and then it really <laughs> sucks. It really sucks. When it guys. feels like a guy's <laughs> trying to look hot in the shower, it really sucks. Sometimes guys are so hot that I feel so lobotomista. You know, it's okay. so funny because Angela was away last week, so I did watch a lot of gay pornography and actually uh-huh. masturbated to it, uh-huh. um, which is so weird of me. But um. There's so many locker room so scenes weird. out there, right? Now, I certainly don't seek out. I don't need locker room scenes, but it's like, for me, if it's a locker room scene, I need them to kiss, or it's like doesn't feel horny enough to me. It feels too like transactional. Yeah, I want it to be like they're showering and they actually make out in the shower. That's so hot to me. And then they can go over the locker room area and fuck on the bench if they want to, and that's course, cool. But I don't want them just to like be next to each other and start grabbing. I don't like when they just no, start grabbing each other's dicks. I, I, yeah, I want them to be surprised at themselves for reaching down to the dick and be like, oh my God, what am I doing? But sure. That's hot. And then I watched one pretty good porn where someone got fucked on a pool table. Okay. <laughs> I haven't, you know what? Lately I've been feeling like, even if I'm alone and I'm horny, like when I think about porn, I'm just like, like I don't. I want to go back to that. I, I've been you know in those phases. I mean? Yeah, like but those it... phases are some of the best phases of your life. That's when you make your great art is when you don't feel like watching porn. I actually need help with some of my art. I'm trying to write this movie and I don't know how to do it. I keep getting so stuck. And maybe now that you've written a movie, you can help me. Yeah. Send me. Why don't you send me what you have? I um. I wish that like I could be in a place where porn was like not appealing to me because. I wish that, I like risk believed in my abilities. The trick is to just um the trick is to just like um watch a really bad movie and then you know like how bad it's able to be. And <laughs> and you just had know like that person actually just continued typing and like now this movie's available on Netflix. And so me and Angela could not stop laughing because I watched was watching this movie. I do love like a bad like I don't watch a lot of comedies and I was watching this movie called The Aftermath which is about this couple that was moved into this new house and like someone kept breaking in and they didn't know who and the the wife had just cheated on the husband and they were trying to earn trust back but like only the wife was seeing stuff so like it was supposed to be like about her but not but actually about Mm. relationships and about like like how hard it can be to win trust back whatever but the husband like was going back to college and was randomly like in a study group with this like hot 22 year old girl 
Mm-hmm. And she was getting him something. I forget what. She was like, do you want some of this? And he's like, no, thank you. And she goes, for no reason, goes, are you sure? It's 100% agave. And then like <laughs> literally next scene, like there's no reason for the line. It was like so, it's 100% agave. You know, people have been lying to us for years, but the whole agave honey maple syrup shtick is like. I've never known what it is, agave, ever, 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 All ever, it is ever, is sugar. Ever. All it is is sugar. Is it the thing that comes in like a bottle in a coffee shop? That well, that's usually simple syrup, but it might be agave. Yeah, I think hey, in my experience, it might, it's, it's 10 p.m. and it might be agave. Oh my god! You know what I've been doing? Um, having sex so much a... for so much foreplay that when he enters me, he can't help himself, and it turns me on so much. Oh, cool! We're obsessed with looking at each other's assholes. Really? Don't yeah, you get worried? No, about what? Eating Poop. poopy, kind of. <laughs> Even as a gay um, man, sometimes I can't get that out of my head. You know, I think that we both have such respect for um, the erotic act that we try and keep it really clean. I need to get to that place because sometimes it's hard for me to get to that place. But it's also like, well, I'm a bad like- gay. But people love me like I'm a bad gay. I don't listen to Lady Gaga. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I'm a bad gay and like something stupid. No, I um, like yesterday, um, we went to the. This is so straight, but we um. I finally got Brian to join the gym near me, so we've been going together, which is, by the way, the gayest gym in New York. I've never, oh my God. I'm never not the only woman there, and and I've Brian's, I'm the only gay man. No one's ever cruised me at a gym once in my home. Everyone life. at the gym is hot, but I went, and then afterwards we showered, and then after the shower, it was like, wow, we can really eat each other's asses now, which was so. Beautiful. Yeah, that's incredible about showering. But sometimes so right hot. after a shower, my when my skin's still like, even when it's just as dried, it doesn't want to be touched my skin when it just was dried. Yeah, I, I do know what you mean. There's a, there's a purity about it. It's very like school night vibes to like yeah. shower and be like, okay. Yeah, I know. Squeaky clean. Oh my God, y'all. I swear to God, I have absolutely fallen in love with my Olive and June Manny system. Don't even get me started on my Olive and June Manny system. I have my nails painted the most stunning, stunning shade of green right now. And I'm so happy to have Olive and June in my life because before I had Olive and June in my life, I was like, okay, how can I ever do my nails myself? This is so hard, but salon manis are so expensive and they always chip. So what can I do? And Olive and June came to me and they said, honey, 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 let me give you the Olive and June Manny system. And now... (laughs) Well, now I know that DIY Manny's can look salon perfect and last seven plus days. So what I would say is the Olive and June Manny system is basically this gorgeous box that comes with all the tools you need to paint your nails and have them look absolutely fab. The system's super easy. It's only five steps and it comes with, this is my favorite part, Poppy, a patented brush handle that makes it easy to paint with both of your hands for those among us who are not ambidextrous. Now, talk about affordability. Don't mind if I do. The Manny system with six polishes breaks down to $2 a Manny, okay? Basically free. To think I use to spend $35 for one gel Manny makes me sick to my stomach. Plus, the polish is amazing. It truly, truly, truly looks like gel. And I've had mine on like at least a week and it hasn't chipped even a little bit. And I've been like washing dishes because I'm a domestic goddess. I've been really getting in there with my hands. And I couldn't believe it because this never happens for me with polish. My nails have literally never looked so good. And I did it myself. Plus, Olive in June for me, now that um, we are all living in psychic pain, is a great way to take some time, have a little self-care, have a little me time. 
So I am loving Olive and June. The Manny system is the secret behind Salon Perfect Nails at Home. All in one, no guessing, no messy nails, no salon price tag. And now, amazing news for you, kings and queens, you can get 20% off your first Manny system with our code SEEKTREATMENT. Your new nail life is here, baby. Get 20% off your first Manny system when you use promo code SEEKTREATMENT at oliveandjune.com. Because I am done with expensive bad Mannies. This is the new me now, babe. Get used to it, honey. Hello, my gorgeous Seek Treatment listeners. If you're looking to purchase the perfect gift for him that he'll actually use, Manscaped is my go-to. Goodbye, Harry. Hello, clean. This sleek, well-designed, and optimized trimmer is the best thing on the market for a cleaner shave. It's waterproof, and you can trim in the shower to spare the mess. You know what? Here's what I'll say. Sometimes I love a bush. Sometimes I love the natural. I love the stinky. But sometimes it's kind of like, let's keep it clean. It can be fun to mix it up. So I really love the idea of Manscaped, which engineered the ultimate groin and body trimmer by focusing on intelligent functionality and incredible comfortable grooming experience. Their fourth generation trimmer features a cutting edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents thanks to their advanced safe skin technology. Ooh, I love that. Sexy and safe. This new sexy trimmer includes a multifunction on-off switch that can engage a travel lock and also gives your man the ability to turn the fourth 1000k led spotlight on and off when needed for a more precise shave his balls will thank you i gotta keep those balls safe am i right girlies you can get 20 percent off and free shipping with the code seek treatment at manscaped.com that's 20 percent off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use the code seek treatment experience premium grooming with manscaped you know what was so amazing is your mom sending me a birthday gift. I know. It literally made my. It made me so happy. I, I told was, like, I told her that you liked your shells, and she was. I like, love no them, one. and then I. You know what's so great is that I when I was in the Berkshires, I went, I got some crystals, and so I now have the shells on my lawn with crystals in them. Oh my god! If you want to um, post them and tag, you can, but you don't have to. Wait, I would love to put what it remind me the handle. I would definitely post you about the shells. Cottage scents cottage sense I'm, okay. I'm a seat i was very sweet they're so but... pretty i love the, the they honestly look perfect in my home oh my gosh i can't wait to see so i sent her a little note thank you so um, much that was so sweet of you well, a written note is people, so classy thank you i'm trying to really be in my 30s i'm trying yeah. to be better about like thank you notes and like gifts yeah more thoughtful it's also as you said easier to do if you have like some money saved totally I don't, but I've been I've been spending in the craziest ways lately. I've been spending in some crazy ways. I think it's I, a post pandemic. Like I have to just go like yeah. Go I forgot about the most. For me, honestly, it'll come down to just like Ubers. For some reason, are so expensive right now. It's insane. And I, I for one, like pandemic y. Like I don't want to take a train home from a show, and so I will like if I have shows, I truly will Uber there and home. Yeah. And so sometimes that like that that price gets so crazy and i'm like oh i really shouldn't do this just like from my guilt sense of it but i just let, usually let myself do it yeah and you know i'm reading this book oh i'm reading um animal Lisa oh today. i'm oh. almost i'm almost finished oh with that. amazing i'm i'm kind of like i would say 100 pages in like i just started yeah um but she talks about how the woman that raised her says you know nothing comes and goes like money yes angela's dad used to tell him that um, yeah it's sort of it moves silly. around money moves around i was not raised that way i was raised to like do not ever spend a cent or you will um <laughs> perish <laughs> <in your> <laughs> 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 
that's cool. Um, hey, that's and that's cool too. I did go to I went to a running store the other day and I bought a bunch of new running stuff. A lot of my right. running stuff doesn't fit me right now, and I'm just right. in uh, acceptance of that and just you know doing the simple thing, which is buy other clothes that do fit me. And I did, I would say splurge at a running store. I went to McNally Jackson and bought like a bunch of books. Oh my God. You know what I watched? Someone, um, this Twitter, um, gay that I hadn't known about, but now I know about him and like, I'm obsessed, but he posted, his name is Brandon. It's so funny. (laughs) So I don't know Brandon, but wait, wait, I'm going to say his whole name. Uh, so his name is just Brandon, but his at is B-L-G-T-Y-L-R. So maybe it's Brandon Tyler. He's um real life a novel he wrote, but um anyways you... he posted this link of Camille Paglia talking about mm-hmm. Susan Sondag, mm-hmm. Sontag, mm-hmm. and I never knew about their like little their feud, but I'm like so obsessed with it now. So now I want to read them both. It's yeah, you know what I read like <laughs> there was that amazing Sontag book that um like a biography of her that is so thick and chunky, and I like. Got really into it for two weeks and then I never finished it. If you want to borrow it, <laughs> I um I think I read an interview with the person who wrote that about the the feud with um Paglia. What what are you do you know do, are you like on the side with that? No, I don't really know. I don't know about oh, it. Oh, I had to send I have to send you a video. It's so cray. You have to watch it, everyone. Um it's wait. basically like Susan Sondag um claimed to a reporter that she had no idea who Kamal Paglia was and <laughs> so Camille it's very, it's very uh Mariah Carey yes and then it's like Camille on the news just going off on her at, like in a way that suggests she's on so much coke but I'm sure she wasn't she's just like doing it because she wants to but um it was incredible I feel is, like I'm not seeing both their names wrong over and over again but I don't care is Paglia and Sontag is it is Mariah Carey saying that about JLo this is I'm such a bad gay, but I actually don't really ever. I've actually never really known who she said that about. But I think maybe I probably it was J Lo because didn't they like hate each other on the um? Oh, maybe it was Nicki Minaj. Didn't Mariah Carey hate someone on the American Idol panel? We're being um pop culture horse. No, today. I know it's like this is what happens when we try and like talk about something that isn't just like our crevices. Holes, yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know her. I think it is J Lo. Anyways, sound off in the comments. Um, but be attentive head into the comments with kindness <laughs> um if, if possible I, think, I honestly think i think we're gonna be in a renaissance like and this is obviously me being a wishful thinking alert but i think i think we're gonna i think kindness is gonna come back random that would be so random people have been just so evil to each other for so long in social media space i, I just also think like no one ca- like i took twitter and instagram off my phone and like instantly my life was better and I don't even look at them and it's like yeah. the second I'm in a bad mood in the morning it's because I'm looking at my phone totally I'm trying to be nice lately <sighs> TBD how it goes you're always extremely nice actually I think sometimes I am but sometimes I struggle to be nice to someone um, I have to really sometimes work towards really? it I think you're a lot kinder than most other people sometimes I am and sometimes I struggle but yeah. that's what it is to be a human being I only um, struggle when it's someone who's like been evil to me of which there are a plenty yeah but i forgive i literally i'm i'm on the pat regan train i just forgive everyone who <laughs> like i'm literally good luck i don't care anymore so it's you know why because everyone's time i'm you know i look at i look at everyone having a good time i say enjoy it yeah life as my friend's mother once told me life knocks everyone down a peg. yeah literally it does i saw the most incredible tiktok i've ever seen in my life today 
that's not true but it's a really good one can i i i, I want to play it on the pod because it's very funny ready yeah it's hard because every day there's something going on but there's just more and more every time <laughs> so i just <sighs> every day <laughs> I love that. That is so true. This guy is so funny. <laughs> oh my god, I'm so. <laughs> so this is the hand, the hand and as, as y'all know, I am new to TikTok, so I'm probably like late to the game. But this person's handle is Sage the House, and if y'all know Sage, please. Sage, please the girl I used to nanny. Shout out to Sage the pod because their videos are so amazing. Um, should we do a letter for? Hi, Catherine. Hi, Pat. Trick. Um, I have a question about what to do when you are um, crushing on somebody that you shouldn't probably be crushing on. Um, maybe like a boss or like perhaps a friend or like perhaps something similar. Um, I just wanted to know what kind of advice you guys have for getting over somebody you have to interact with all the time. Um, and yeah, love you guys. Love the podcast. Um, thanks. Bye bye. Oh, um, sounds like someone's in hot water. Someone's in very hot water. And my biggest, my biggest advice would be get out of that hot water. You're gonna burn your skin. <laughs> um, I have thoughts on this, which is just that it's actually you know I've, I've done so much of my spent so much of my life thinking about this exact uh, quandary, and I think that it is actually impossible, and we as human beings are in. With or, or without any control over crushes, they come and they go as they please. And there's no forecasting like how long it will last. And there's actually nothing you could do to mitigate it or to intensify it. Like, and we even learned this from Love Island. It's like, if the Spock's not there, like if they don't turn your head or if they do, if you do, if you do want to rip their clothes off, as they would say in, Fire, in Love Island, um, you just like have to, like it'll feel and then it'll either fizzle out or it won't but you can't like make it go away and you can't make it come it just like sits with you you have to like see them do something that's like stupid uh, or like annoying or you have to like hear the them ick. say something stupid that gives you the ick or just like see someone else who turns your head you know what i mean <laughs> i do and it's also it's literally what i'm learning in therapy which it's like duh i've been trying to learn this for years but when you have anxiety or any kind of feeling the more you resist it the more you have it. So you have to lean into it. Just like, accept, I have a crush on this person. That's what's happening. And it's going to fade because ultimately there's nothing sexy about someone who doesn't want you back. And there's also nothing sexy about any anyone ever. I, oh my God. We are <laughs> just think of like, think of all the diarrhea we're all having. I know. Even that person is having even it. That person is having it. And even that person is like, does weird sh- shit that's nasty. yeah we're all just filled with so much fluid actually i forgot what something about while, while i was reading animal this is separate i don't know why i'm this is making me think of it now i did become so painfully aware of my own mortality like two days ago where i just truly thought to myself <laughs> like i truly will die one day truly 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 i will die and like but I think literally that the better i feel like i'm in complete denial it felt like such a shock that i realized it on a level that made it feel so surprising because i've you always know you're, like, you're going to die. And then I really was like, I will not be here anymore. And everyone else still will. And everyone will still hang out. And <laughs> no one will even care about me that I'm dead, really, in many respects. And I don't know why that felt so shocking. And I think it's because I like really, truly am feeling like not in a bad way. Like my youth is 
gone in a certain way. Like some of my youth, I'm a, I've lost a new level of youth mm-hmm. now being almost 33. And I'm just like, oh, that part of my life of being one of the young people is truly over. And soon I'll be one of the even dead people. And <laughs> that, and that, that just made me so, I felt so connected with my own death for some reason. It was actually beautiful. That sounds actually very peaceful and healthy. It was very peaceful. I, I, it was very peaceful. You know, I like I a book try- that will make you think something random like that. That's not, it's not necessarily trying to. Yeah, I understand. That sounds like a smart person thing. Unlike, it's a very smart person thing. It's very smart. I, well, that's why I like reading about, say, a Susan Sontag. I'm like someone yeah. who is no longer with us but was so alive. And it's like, that's what I'm doing. I'm being alive. Like, I'm just yeah. like that. I'm being alive right I'm now, too. That, like, like, I'm, I'm just like – I'm just part of – I'm just like – part of the great big question <laughs> i'm just like how susan sontag was when she was alive and that i too am alive <laughs> and oh. one day i'll be just like her now that she's dead because i too will be dead it's always been comforting to me that i've never had and i say this with so much love like a classically good body because i don't miss having a good body like this is just my body's always been um totally. a sack for me yeah that being said i i do sometimes i look at myself and i'm like <laughs> you have an incredible body yeah because i have hips that are that make people horny yeah that's, that's great my hips are like men really get horny sometimes that's an incredible tool that's an incredible it's, tool it is, to wield toolkit and <laughs> yeah you know what you know what else what were you saying about, about death the thing about death it is peaceful but i wish mm, it's like what i'm learning in my 30s is that Bad things are going to keep happening. Oh, totally. So are good things, but bad things are going to keep happening. So you have to just like, it's so, it's just part of it, I guess. I had the most mature moment the other day where I like found some disappointing <laughs> news and I was like for one hour like spiraled and was like mm-hmm. trying to find someone to be mad at. You know, when you like want, you're like trying to twist things so much that it's like this random person's fault just so you could be like mad at someone. And then you like realize what yeah, you're doing. You're like. And I was like, whatever, I'm just really grateful for what I have. And I meant it. And it was really mature. What was it about? Um, Was it what you were texting about? Yes. Yeah. I don't know. I don't want to be negative. Like, that's literally not fun at all. But it's just, and I don't want to be realistic either. So I I don't really know what I'm saying. You don't want to be realistic. I don't want to be realistic. I literally don't want to be negative. I don't want to live in reality. I want to be, like, so happy. But I also, I just thought, you know, here's the thing about TikTok and I I go in and out of looking at it, but there's some amazing people on there. And I just saw this very funny one where this guy is like, he's like, I'm watching and I wish I could drop his handle, but I forgot it. I was just swiping through and he's like, I'm, he's like, I'm, I'm sitting, I'm sitting here. It's Wednesday night. I'm about to watch There Will Be Blood 10 years late and I'm eating an enchilada. He's like, is being alive hell yeah but it's also kind of chill <laughs> like, that, is, that is it's like there's nothing better than watching a movie and eating an enchilada mm-hmm. so I had an enchilada in, last night so good i don't necessarily that's not, not necessarily what i reach for enchiladas raised me so anyways that's basically our answer to the question how do i get rid of a crash <laughs> and let's get I an think enchilada, <laughs> an enchilada if at all possible and let's do our next letter f h WFH work from home more like L L F H letter for help as I begin to think about leaving my apartment I just fall even more in love with it every day Uh, I'm I'm getting the thing where it's like for some reason my underwear is itching me for no reason 
That must be so really bad. Hard. So like bad. Bad things are going to keep happening. I literally been telling the story on stage that I was sitting next to a friend and at a dinner party and someone mentioned Lately Blonde and she looked up mid bite and was like, so fucking good. <laughs> <laughs> that amazing story. Um, okay. What if I was like, hey, you didn't ask me if you can use that? <laughs> hey, Kat. Hey, Pat. This is Troy. Hey, Troy. I'm calling because I'm in quite a pickle. Um, my sister recently, while I was visiting home, asked me to officiate her and her boyfriend's wedding when they get to that point. And I really don't like him, and I want them to not be together mm. for many reasons. Now, I'm very medium good at acting because I'm a dentist, but I <laughs> would love any advice on how to um, give, how to officiate a wedding, um, how to fake it, how to possibly give a speech with, with sounding... Um, empathetic, passionate, um, and overall good times while I, like, don't actually believe in any of those things. <laughs> um, also, if you guys want to be friends, let me know, because you two are both so amazing. Thank you. Well, first I of all, Troy, I'm a, first of all, Troy, I think I'm obsessed with you. I think it's really incredible that instead of trying to break up the marriage, which we all know is impossible and will only make you more in pain in the future you're simply asking um as a dentist for acting advice <laughs> um, which is incredible and i also want a shirt that says i'm medium good at acting because i'm a dentist <laughs> yes that's new merch um now we do need friends and we do we do need friends and we do need dentists so you're definitely like high on our list of people um now i think that for one, I think just let it be like truly the you show, you know, because officiating a wedding is never about the people and giving a speech about someone. It's always a really, really about the person giving the speech. You know what I mean? It's ultimately this kind of like performance of like, this is how I can be about someone. And this is how like I can talk about someone. Isn't that cool? And it's only in a everyone's only pretending it's about the person the speech is about. It's really about the person giving the speech and like about how they are and so that's kind of the big lie of speeches especially at weddings and so i think just let it be your moment to get your bug out like whatever but performing it's bug whatever you have bug failed to bite you <laughs> i would say just like have fun with it and ultimately on stage you always just need to make a big decision and commit to it so do something absolutely fucking crazy and then commit <laughs> And um, just like make yourself laugh and play more than anything is I would say make yourself laugh and play. <laughs> yeah. And also. Um, dentists. Yeah. All right. I would like a gay dentist. I think that would be so erotic. Yeah. Um, I think my dentist is like sexually attracted to me, so I'm going to keep him. I would love to have sex with a dentist, but like literally in the chair literally 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 in the dental <laughs> chair where did i have sex so fun lately um where was i having sex hmm 
I've been having the weirdest fantasy during sex. It's so mm-hmm. weird. My it? fantasy I've been having during sex is based on a true story that happened to me once. And the only thing about the fantasy, this is the only thing, it's actually the easiest fantasy I've ever had to be in, is that it's just that the other person is is in town for a business trip. And that's the <laughs> only thing. It's because one time I had sex with someone who was in town for a business trip and I, it, for something about that was so hot. Like That sounds they're, awesome. They're only here for business. Actually, it was one of the best hookups because I went in and I already was like kind of high and a bunch of stuff hadn't slept, was at Barracuda by myself. I ended up like chatting with this guy who I at first didn't think was hot, but then realized it was actually so hot and he was like into it. So we take this cab like up to this like airbnb he's staying like it's his business trip it's his business trip but he's not old if that makes sense and we um end up like i was like not talking very much because i was like hadn't slept in days and like when someone's was high. on a business trip and they're not like in their 50s it's like okay What's your what are you trying to prove yeah what was he trying to prove so we end up having sex it's so hot well i mean i enjoyed it but he thought i didn't like him because i wasn't talking very much but i only wasn't talking very much because i was high and the other distinct thing i remember about the hookup was i think he was probably insecure about he was like fine sex but he turned the, all the lights off so it was like very much like the lights were off and you couldn't really see a ton but um I and we didn't for some reason like we didn't even do like sucking really and then Mm -hmm. he was fucking me I think missionary and I think I at first and I I hadn't bottomed a ton yet and I think at some point I was like oh can we just like chill for a second because like sometimes it's almost tiring to bottom if that makes any sense at all and (laughs) he was like come on I'm not that big like he thought I was trying to say that to like reassure him about his size yeah. i think and i think he had this weird insecurity about his size which was fine his f- size was fine and i it was fi- it was actually so fine that i needed a little break but he thought i was just saying that for his benefit so it like mm. embarrassed him mm. so what i would say is if someone's bottoming for you and they need a break like believe them you know take them at face value and if you're a dentist like giving the what's the opposite of eulogy like this the speech the speech <laughs> for a live <laughs> the opposite of the eulogy speech for a live person <laughs> <laughs> giving a speech and if it's a double if it's so it's double opposite of eulogy because it's two alive people so it's like, <laughs> um w double um i'm having such a low i mean, you know i just thought i'm having a lovely time me too i know you know why because i just feel you know actually i really love whenever i read our friend the pod Haley nauman's newsletter i have to read hers more for well, it's great, but also what i love is she then like uh gives a list of like you know a bunch of things that she's read or looked at over the week and like she always sends just great articles and whenever I actually just my dream day is like to just get open like 10 tabs of things I need to read and just like actually read them yeah my dream day is to have somehow no tabs open and Mm -hmm. I just begin my day with the tabs I want to open and there's no other Mm -hmm. tabs or if there are tabs I close them and I don't have anxiety that I'm gonna for some reason need those tabs later but anyways, I miss that guy who was on that business trip. But anyways, it's been really hot to me to imagine. I, I don't know. I mean, me lost touch. Best wishes to him. Uh, oh, he was really hot. It was one of those special like New York nights where you go to a gay bar by yourself and actually meet someone on a business trip and yes. actually get around by them for once in your fucking life. And you're like, oh, actually, things can work out the way that you want them to once in a while. And that is and you know what I. First of all, I didn't mean to. I accidentally just started playing an audiobook by Russell Brand. So if y'all caught that, I just want to shout out and say shout out to that. We actually um, couldn't hear it. Okay. So you kind of told on yourself there. 
Um, I don't, I like Russell Brand. Is that bad? No, it's fine. But you told on yourself that like something started playing. You're right. That was cr- so crazy of me. Um, what I was going to say, King, is that I had one of those nights, which I've talked about on the pod years ago when I was alone in London and I just like, it was like a Monday or something. And I ended up hooking up with the hottest guy. Yeah. It's like, it uh, sounds so simple, but it's like when it happens, it's like never in a million years did I think this would happen. And it's of course of thing- you hope. If it but it literally time, is. It wouldn't be as special, but it's it's moments in the woods. It's literally Kelly Clarkson. Some people wait a moment. Some people wait a lifetime for a moment like this vibes. Yeah, it's nice. It's nice that I don't have the urge to like do that anymore. Um, but Brian and I talk about maybe like doing a um, friend of the pod Betty Gilpin moment where we like pick each other up at a bar or something. Oh, I don't remember that that she does that. She said that she and her husband would like get on the train and like pretend they didn't know each other or something interesting that is a little like alley for me for some reason i imagine one of the parties has to be wearing like a neon green bob wig like you know what i mean natalie portman (gasps) okay wait have you seen the movie vox lux of course not i never even know what that means you know i come home i'm from a show i'm like i want something chill to unwind i was like oh here's a movie about like how natalie portman's a pop star whatever I did not realize that it, the first scene of the movie is a school shooting. Oh my god! Because the premise, the premise of the movie is that the like one surviving girl from a school shooting writes a song about the shooting that goes viral, and she becomes a pop star that becomes Natalie Portman. What a strange premise for a movie! I know it's actually kind of an interesting premise, but the second half of the film I did not think was very well executed. To be fair, but I, if y'all think, if to be y'all fair, to be fair, it's Love Island. To be fair, but if y'all, if you guys have thoughts on the movie, reach out because I was like, I was like, do I like this? Like. The girl and it's it was very good. Um, and if you have thoughts on the movie aftermath, reach out, especially the part where she says it's a hundred percent agave. I feel like we need to. I feel like it's been so long since we've connected with our fans. I know, and we well, I saw a lot of. Oh, it's because I, I've been less online, so I just feel like I I'm felt connected at my Arlington show, and then I felt connected again at the Bell House. But I didn't. To be fair, I didn't talk to a ton of them at the Bell House. I didn't see a ton of people. But um, what was I going to say? Um, I forget. Ultimately. Um, um, should we do one more or should we wrap it or let's do one more okay hey Kat and Pat I am a huge fan and longtime listener of the pod um, I was hoping to get some just generalized advice um, in the realm of boy sex dating and love um, I am someone who hyper fixates overthinks um hyper romanticizes like every time i have a crush i feel like i'm in a movie that i produced directed star i'm starring in but obviously like very quickly it becomes like the sort of like self-cannibalization situation where i'm like overthinking everything and i'm like oh my god anyways what i'd like to ask is as i've gotten back into dating this summer and like trying to like figure out my life as like a 20 something i have just found that i keep meddling in my own affairs and i keep trying to manipulate situations to get men to like me um and i know that the answer is just to like let go to like pull back and just let things kind of be and i just would love some advice on like how to like let go how to just let go because every time i want to let go i'm like no, if I let go, if I, if I pull back, I'm going to, I'm going to lose this person. I'm going to screw this whole thing up. I'm going to like 
be distant and weird and like unapproachable and like yeah I just I get so in my head and I just would love some tips and tricks on on letting go on just letting things be on just kind of being in the moment and like not trying to like force something to, to exist um yeah thank you so much in advance if you play this all right love you guys bye well you're welcome not in advance for having played that <laughs> Um, um, I want to first of all love you. I want to send you all, everything you said was extremely relatable, and you're extremely normal for feeling those things because yeah. life is intensely difficult. We pa- listen. There's letters? no such thing. There's no such thing as normal. But if there was, you would be it, sweetheart. <laughs> you're the poster child for normal na- normality. Um, uh, what I was going to say is, you know, I think that all everything you said is right. It's like yes, you have to just like let go and you know see what happens. But it's like really. It, it's not really possible to do that, unfortunately. And I think for me, what's was only helpful was um, having other things that I was like, I'll just really lean into this stuff. Sometimes friends, a lot of times work, like mm-hmm. sometimes running, something you get really excited about. Because my experience with um, this stupid little trashy thing that I call my brain is that it has to be obsessed with something. It will obsess over something. And so like, if it's obsessing over something and I need it to have a break from the obsession over that thing, then I try to lean into something else and like know that there will be a certain element of obsession to it, whether it be with running friendships, career, like one of those things. But then I try to just, I try to keep the obsession cycle going so that there's, it's never on just one thing for too long. Yeah, I think you have to just find things that excite you about your life that have nothing to do with another person, even if it's as simple as like, I, for example, I'm so excited after this to go listen to my murder podcast and just like go for a walk. Wait, what is your murder podcast again? Well, I've been listening. Well, first of all, I listen to lots of different ones, but right now I'm on one called To Live and Die in LA. Oh, maybe I'll look at season that. It's really good. Both seasons. I'm on the second season. Um, Cool. Um, but how old was that person? I don't think they said, but they, I think they said they were in their, their 20 somethings. Yeah. Was a 20 something. So that's just kind of like, it was a 20 something. Just like when you're a 20 something, it's like an all inclusive resort where you just like have to feel like shit all the time, no matter mm-hmm. what's happening. You're trapped in the resort and you can never get out of the resort. And the resort is just kind of your mind and the world around you. And you kind of just, for some reason, always see the same people and it feels like, um, very solipsistic like you feel like you're mm. kind of the only person who exists um in a bad way or whatever <laughs> um anyway someone in twitter was like we talk about white lotus and what i want to say about um white lotus is that i thought it was incredible it's so it's such a relief when there is incredible writing and incredible acting and you yeah. just get to you get to really you remember what it's like why you love TV because it's just like you're taken on a journey. So anyways, do you have a question of the week? Um, I think also, I want to be clear. Sorry, I wasn't helpful at all for the last question, but um, yeah, I'm, I'm flawed. I'm flawed. I don't think I was overly helpful, but I think I like said something. You took care of business. Um, nothing. That wasn't nothing what I did just now. Um, I think my question of the week is Marcel from Love Island season two, even though he does go on to cheat on Gabby, who is later on the challenge for my favorite TV shows. Oh my God. Wait, Gabby and Marcel. I really like Marcel. I love Mars. He was in the um, pop group. He was in the pop group. He went on to cheat on Gabby in who Mexico. 
I don't know some, they went on a, a couple trip to Mexico after the show, like together still. And on oh, that vacation oh, to, with Gabby, rather than kind of being on vacation with her and not cheating on her, he actually was on a vacation with her and did cheat on her. Um, so that wasn't an incredible wasn't decision. Gabby Marcel were like, wasn't there a thing on the show where like, she didn't think she was hot? Or like, remember when she had like a random break? Didn't feel yeah, that. well, because no one coming into the villa ever took her on a date. That's and, right. Yes. That was relatable. But what I would say though, but I wanted um I shipped Gabby and I mean I shipped um Marcel and Camilla. I wanted them to be together because they like connected mm. on this really deep level. I and, loved I loved Marcel. Anyways, he's my crush of the week because he also gave really good advice all the time and like was just cool and chill and like was 31 and it's like, yeah, like. 31-year-olds should be on the island every second, actually. Oh, my God. Anyway, also, Kenny, I'm, I'm really, it's really unfortunate. I'm really attracted to the, this guy named Kenny on Bachelor in Paradise. And, uh, mm, I don't yeah, I don't want to be. I wouldn't choose for myself, but I really, really am. And um, that's where I stand. My crush of the week. Yeah, this is a hard one. What have I been doing? Um my crush of the week hmm. is your mom for sending me shells. That's so sweet. At Cottage Sense. At Cottage Sense. Yeah, it's just nice when someone sends a gift and they don't really have to. It's just like totally. Um, okay. Do I feel hot today? No. Do you? Um, no, I just got my my uh underwear sweaty in a way that I'm not obsessed with. And <laughs> I am um, just got to straight fire Island. I'm not like feeling in my sexual power. And um, are you excited to be there? Or what are you feeling? I'm excited to spend time with my siblings and stuff like that. Like we play yeah. like we play board games a lot. And we have so I got fun. this new board game called Seven Wonders, which is very complicated, but we enjoy it. And then our old favorites are like Ticket to Ride and Splendor. We have those. So we'll be playing that a lot. And I, I really like running on Fire Island because there's no cars. It's really like free. That's heaven. So I want to run a lot on this trip and um, and read a lot. And yeah That's so amazing. but i don't feel sexual by any means sure i feel like kind of horny and so i'm like okay i wish like brian was still here but why hey, is it, hey that's what your fist is for am i right why is it so sunny when it's a hurricane i know well i know, love i love when it rains me too as long as everyone's safe of course because it's let's go back back, back to, to the, the beginning. beginning back to back when to the when earth the sun the stars all align because perfect. perfect didn't feel so perfect trying okay. to fit a square into, into a circle was my life okay i used to love um is that the episode that's the episode yeah Cool. Are you mad um, at me? And I, oh my God. No, not at all. Are you mad at me? Absolutely not. Not even close. Woo! That's our podcast. Seek treatment if you're boring.